Hello, everyone. So, welcome back to Thinking in Criminal. This is Little Apostate coming to you from her closet again. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter tonight. But before I get into that, I wanted to talk about why I started thinking about this today, which, I mean, it's always on my mind, kind of. It's always something that I think about or get into if I'm starting to have a discussion on the politics of today. But I wanted to start with this. So when Nietzsche was in his 30s, he got very sick and he was bedridden. He called himself a hermit. Um, he had very little going on for him, I guess you could say. And he decided to start walking upwards of eight hours a day, just walking, just, just to connect with the ground, just to move, to think. And he did. And he walked himself out of sickness. And then he went on to write some of the most wonderful things I've ever read in my life or heard about or, you know, the philosophy that is, has been spread by him. He is absolutely wonderful. And he thanks walking for that or thanked walking for that. So I've decided to start walking a lot. I mean, I, I go to the gym a lot, but for the past couple of weeks, I've been walking about 20,000 steps a day, which feels like a lot in this kind of weather, but especially because I've been, it's been kind of hard to get to the gym when there is a fresh blanket of snow on the ground and I don't have snow tires. I have decided to take up a ton of walking and people definitely think I'm crazy because it's you know, blizzarding out, and then there's that blonde girl again with her headphones in, walking. So today I was on my walk, and I was thinking about everything going on in the world, and I was listening to my music, and I was trying not to dance, and all of a sudden I got ripped from my solitude by a stranger. And What's unfortunate is I do want that. I want people to rip me out of my solitude. I want people to talk to me. But when it's a homeless man who's asking me for money, I don't like it. You don't like it so much when it's that because I can hardly pay my rent. Like, as I've said on some of my other podcasts, I don't even have the heat on. I, in in some moments, I put it on when I have to, when I absolutely have to. But um, I'm usually freezing in my apartment wearing layers and it gets frustrating when someone walks up to me on the street while I'm struggling myself and asks me for money. But today in this 20 degree weather, this man ran up and all I could see was a figure sprinting essentially from across the street. And he screamed at me, ma'am, 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 which Please don't call me ma'am. I hate that. I hate that. Like, how old do you think I am? But I turned around. I took my headphones out. And I was like, what? Ready to tell him to leave me alone. 
And he was just like, oh, you're scared of me because I'm black. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a pretty non-confrontational person, but I don't know. The past year has turned me into a kind of confrontational person. So I turned around, he said that, and I just looked at him and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm afraid of you because you're black? I'm afraid of you because I just saw some man run across the street at me like a fucking bullet and then scream to get my attention. Of course I'm afraid of you. And, and he laughed, which was nice. And then he asked me for money, of course, as I expected he was going to. But the whole time I was talking to him, the whole time he kept saying, uh, you know, like everyone just hates black people now. Everyone hates black people. Black people are, you know, they're being hunted. You know, it's white women can't be seen with black people, black men. And I was standing there. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, what are you talking about? There is a, there is a, there is a street right next to where we were standing that said black lives matter. There were signs hanging up in the windows of the library right next to that street that little kids made. And these signs said, all lives matter until, all lives don't matter until black lives matter. And I'm standing there looking at this guy and I'm just like, you really think, you really think everyone's out to get you right now? Because I'm pretty sure all of every walk I've gone on, every walk I've gone on, where I have been harassed by someone for money or food, it's been a white dude and I ignore them. But there was something extra compelling, I guess, in my deep down whatever is going on in there that made me buy this guy fucking food. I bought him food. I never buy people food, but I bought this guy food. And I was a little ashamed of myself for that because I couldn't put my finger on what the real reason was because I certainly don't really give a fuck about him surviving because I care most about my own survival. I care most about the fact that I can hardly pay my bills. That I need... I need some way to make sure my heat is on. To make sure there's food in my pantry. I mean, people make fun of me. They say I eat like a Soviet. That's because all I eat are fucking cans of tuna and bread and eggs. Like, I do not live... I live very luxuriously compared to most of the world. But in, in, the, in the place I live, I eat like shit. Not shit. I mean, tuna is good for you. Eggs are good for you probably have consumed way too much mercury at this point, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, 
That's why I usually don't give a fuck because I'm struggling myself. But today, with the cold and what's happening in Austin, and just thinking about what how people I know who are in Austin, Texas are going through what this guy is going through right now and every single day, I just felt a little more compelled to give him money. So I did. But I just kept thinking, like, he reminded me that the way he just resorted to race, had needed to talk about race immediately, needed to think that I was against him immediately. I started thinking of that viral video that went out uh, of the little girl, the little black girl, after the George Floyd, uh, after the death of George Floyd. And the little black girl was like in a park with her mom and a white cop walked was walking up to her and the little girl held her hands up and was like shaking and it was getting reposted all over social media with people saying like look at what they have to deal with every single day and blah 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 blah. I mean people are screaming Black Lives Matter there it's on the street it's dangling in all the store windows the jewelry store the sunglass store they have signs up it's really what it says to me is please don't loot, but what they're putting out there is that black lives matter and also please don't loot. But this little girl, everything that she's been seeing, this focus on race reminded me so much of this homeless guy who immediately just thought I hated him because of the color of his skin. And it just, you know, it made me sad, but also, like, how evil is this that we're, we are dividing people on a level, like, has, has never been in, in my time before. Little girls are shaking at the sight of a white female cop who's smiling. A man is immediate. a homeless man is running up to me and immediately bringing up race. And by the way, when I went to buy him food, when I walked into the place to buy him food that I bought him food at, he came with me. And the first thing he said to the cashier was, oh, you don't like seeing me with a white woman? You don't like that? To an Indian cashier. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that, I was like, dude, please do not make this harder for me. Like I am already not cool with giving you money because I don't like to give money. I have no money. And I also think all of this fucking identity shit is bullshit. So he made it very difficult for me to feel sympathy for him in those moments. But I also do feel sympathy for him because I think that this particular person, not because of the color of his skin, as some people might take what I'm saying as, but just because of where he ended up, like all the other white homeless people on around the corner from me. I just don't think he is of a very high intelligence 
And I think it was very easy for him to believe everything that everyone was saying. And I think there are plenty of people who are way smarter than him that are capable of believing that too. But imagine the way it is for someone who is not that, not even smart at all. Oh my God, that sounds so mean. But I'm thinking of the little girl holding her hands up, shaking. People who don't know. They don't, they know, they don't know better. And they just think everyone hates them. And this is being put into these poor people's heads. Like they're being tracked down. Like they need to run for their lives at every second. When they see a white person in a country that's majority white. Like, good luck running. Like, are you fucking kidding me? These people, these, this should not be the, the rhetoric that's being passed around. That they need to be afraid of every white person they encounter. And it's all based on stats that, it's all based on zero stats. It's all, it's ignoring the actual stats that do exist. They exist. They're out there, but they're not being used. And when I, I keep coming back to that little girl, I always come back to that little girl putting her hands up. And what's so interesting is that the last little girl that I remember, the last little black girl I remember getting killed in a shooting that I heard about where cops were in some way involved was... Sequoia Turner, the eight-year-old who got killed during a Black Lives Matter protest by a protester. And I never saw any of that on the news. I never saw that anywhere. I only saw it in my little corner of the internet where I could find it. And so I went searching a little bit today after, after that run-in with that man. And after I kept thinking on my walk about that little girl with her hands up. And I found, I searched on Google. So obviously I searched on Google and all the results were CNN and MSNBC. So I clicked on the CNN article I saw. And in the article on her killing in CNN, it didn't mention Black Lives Matter or rioting once. Not at all. It said she was killed when her mother attempted to turn their car around when they got to an illegal barricade. An illegal barricade. What is that? What does that, what could that possibly mean, CNN? You mean a fucking protest, CNN? You mean the mom drove up to a protest trying to get somewhere with her little girl and someone fucking shot her? Who was in the protest? I think that's what you mean. But then they go on to say that the suspect was in custody. And the suspect had been out there peacefully protesting. That was in the article. And everyone knows about, or at least people in my corner of the internet know that CNN loves saying peaceful protests for rioting 
a little girl died. An eight-year-old. Sicoria Turner. Sicoria Turner. Died. And the suspect was peacefully protesting with a gun. That's what they fucking say. That's what they say. And I see this and I'm like, you know, 36 or more people were killed. At the very least 30. If I'm just going to give a little bit of leeway for my own sake, I guess. But let's say 30 plus people were killed in these Black Lives Matter riots. And publications like Politico, which always act as if they're reporting the absolute truth to you, they, they fact check it all and they tell you what's true and what's false. They just say there's no way to tell if these killings were done by Black Lives Matter. No one knows if Sequoia Turner was killed by a, a real Black Lives Matter member. Are you fucking kidding me? And now, now, now we've got a 9-11 style commission being led by Nancy Pelosi. People in the government comparing five deaths to the thousands of deaths from 9-11 and who ignored the 30-plus deaths from Black Lives Matter and you've got billboards on the highway when I drive when I drive on the highway into New York I see it's just billboard after billboard if you know anything about what happened at the Capitol riot uh, contact the FBI here in big red letters. If you want to tell on your neighbor, if you want to tell on your father, if you want to tell on your mother, your sister, your brother, contact the FBI here. But if you drive into Atlanta, do you see a sign that says, if you know who killed Sequoia Turner, contact the FBI here. Or if you know why Sequoia Turner died, or if you know why 30 plus people died in the Black Lives Matter riots, contact the FBI here. No. Do you know who smashed in the windows and destroyed all these small businesses and left billions of dollars in property damage and then left 30 plus people dead on the street? No, those aren't any signs that you see. It's just who was involved in the Capitol riot that had to do with Trump, 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 Trump. Who, who had anything to do with Trump? That's all they care about. That's all they care about. They don't give a, a fuck. And it's the Republicans and Democrats. You have Lindsey Graham backing it. It doesn't fucking matter to them. I mean, everything is partisan. But then it becomes not partisan when it becomes just a power thing in general. They're holding on to their power. It's all they care about. It's all they fucking care about. 
They care about power. Politicians were fucking losers. They're losers. We elect losers. Like, Josef Goebbels, the Nazi propaganda minister, he was a fucking loser. He was a very depressed, insecure person. If you watch documentaries on him and his life, he was not a happy guy. Hitler was a failed artist. Marx had no money. <laughs> Marx was borrowing money from Frederick Engels, his best friend. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Marx's mom was constantly begging him to get a job. These people, these people who crave power, whether they're Democrat or Republican, they're fucking weak. And they don't care about the truth. They don't care that 30 plus people died in the Black Lives Matter riots. And they don't care that five, they don't care about the five people who died in the Capitol riots. In the Capitol riot, sorry, no plural there. This, they don't give a fuck about any of those lives. They're doing this just, just because they fucking want power. Like, is anyone dumb enough to believe this shit? That they're doing this because they care? They care about Americans? They don't give a shit about you. I have never... Never, ever seen this, like, just level of disgusting hypocrisy in my life. And just have it be so accepted by both sides. Like, obviously, yeah, you've got the people on the right who are like, hey, what about the Black Lives Matter riots? Like, Jesus Christ, are we, are we fucking blind here? But you've got the politicians on the right up there who are just clamoring for power who are willing to get on board with this 9-11 style commission thousands of people died in 9-11 thousands firefighters and police officers and all these first responders ran in people died years later from sickness because of 9-11 and you're going to fucking tell me that a couple of fucking idiots who supported Trump, who we don't even know if that was the, if that's all they were, we don't know. If you can't know what happened to what caused the Black Lives Matter riots months ago, how are you going to tell me you know what caused this Capitol riot a month ago? You don't. And if you do, you're lying about all of it. Because then you would know a fuck ton more about the Black Lives Matter riots and you're not fucking saying anything about it. I don't know. Oh man, I'm getting a little angry. I mean, the Sequoia Turner death was the one that really hit me the hardest, I guess. And... Just seeing this, like, disgusting, 
it's so disgusting how blatantly transparent these people are and how ready everyone is to follow them. If you, I could go be a politician. Somehow I would find a way I could do it. You shouldn't fucking trust me because at the end, I only care about myself. Everyone does. These people are all fucking liars. And we do not need a 9-11 style commission to go after the Capitol rioters. Like, give me a fucking break, man. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, today, <laughs> today was a great day, but shit, I, I guess I'm a little angry about this. So, yeah, uh, I'll let you guys go. Thank you for listening. Bye.